brand junkies. What's up, junkies? What's up, brand junkies? Feeling sexy today, Ken. You're looking sexy, Dave. <laughs> Thanks. I like it. Uh, hey, um... if you can't see his sexiness because you're listening to this, you can go to our YouTube channel <laughs> for Brand Junkies and see just how sexy Dave's looking. People like the YouTube channels now, you know, they're popular. Yeah, you can see a lot of stuff. You can subscribe there. You can see a lot of stuff yeah. on that YouTube thing. Ow, my balls. <laughs> uh, cult classic. Anyways, uh, we have a guest in the studio today, Ken. We do have a guest and somebody that I'm glad to see here today, Jonathan Morris. What's up, Jonathan? What's up, man? I'm glad to see you guys. I'm so glad you took up us, took us up on the invitation to come here and Absolutely, talk today. Absolutely, man. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad to be here. Uh, Jonathan is an advocate of Fort Worth. Jonathan is an entrepreneur in Fort Worth. I think Jonathan is Fort Worth. Damn. Yeah. And, uh, and I love Fort Worth. I came here from another place. I came here from the West Coast. California was my last stop. And coming to Fort Worth to do something different in a different part of the country. And I love it. It's been great. Yeah, I love, so, I love the city, man. You can tell he is Fort Worth because it's tattooed right on his arm. It's true. <laughs> he actually rides the brand. Rides Forever, man. Yep. Well, it's, it's going down with me, man. <laughs> so, Jonathan, you're an entrepreneur in town. And I'm this is you are much more than I'm gonna say, but you're an entrepreneur in town, and your current businesses that you have out there are you have the Fort Worth Barbershop mm -hmm. and you have the Lathery. Yeah. Tell us about that. So Fort Worth Barbershop, we opened up uh, about five years ago, it'll be five years this fall. Um, and it's a traditional barbershop. Um, we're right at Montgomery and Vickery, two black garage doors, whenever the weather's beautiful, we put the garage doors up and kind of let uh, uh, the experience transfer to the to the outside. Um, and then a couple of years ago, about two years ago, I opened up um, a small retail store called The Lathery. And The Lathery is brewing supplies. So we have everything from your hair products and your bath products to the shaving products and fragrances. And we also have two barber chairs at, at that location as well. Oh, right on. Yeah. How, what's your background that you found yourself in barbershop? You know, <laughs> are you a barber? Yeah, I am not a barber. So my background is a as a consumer of barbershops and someone who absolutely has always loved going to the barbershop. So back in um, 2012, moved to Fort Worth, um, was working in Dallas, commuting uh, back and forth. I was actually in the agency world um, in Dallas, loved the agency world, but um, my life was kind of happening in Fort Worth. And, um, I had a barbershop in Dallas that I went to. It was actually in the office building um, that I worked in downtown Dallas. And it was fine. It was cool. It was convenient. I'd pop in at lunchtime, go get a haircut. Um, but so much of my life was happening in Fort Worth. And I was like, one day, my um, the barber, the guy who was cutting my hair, he went up on his prices like pretty significantly. And I probably could have afforded to, you know, continue to get my hair cut there. But I started to think, man, there's got to be a, there's got to be a barbershop in Fort Worth that I can go to. And so I started looking around the city and I started asking around my friends and people around the city, like, you know, where do you get your haircut at? What's the vibe like? What's the energy like? Who cuts your hair? Like, what's your, what's your, what's your barbershop situation? <laughs> and man, everybody that I would ask was just really apathetic or just didn't enjoy their, their barbershop experience. And so 
from there, um, I just kind of started looking around the world via YouTube and via uh, Vimeo and the internet to see like what is different barbershop vibes looking like around the country and, and, and again around the world. Um, what are they doing on the West Coast? What are they doing on the East Coast? What are they doing in the UK? And I was seeing all of these just dope ass barbershops. I'm like, man, this city that I live in is like a significantly large city and we don't have anything like these spots that I'm seeing. And so I just kind of started putting together a plan for like, if I were to create the barbershop that I would want to go to, what would it look like? And um, I felt like other people would be into it too. I love that you created a place that you want to go to. I think that's so uh, essential as an entrepreneur is to find the thing and then create that thing that you want. Yeah, scratching, scratching my own itch, man. That's Come on, it. man. I love That's it. it. I love it. And so what happened? Did you find that the, the success of selling uh, products at the barbershop led you to say, hey, I can do something. I can expand this? Well, yes and yes and no. So um, about maybe three or four years ago, my wife and I, we were in Portland um, in the summertime. And I stumbled upon this apothecary store. It's a, it was a really small apothecary store. And they had like these great soap products, body washes and soap bars. And I found two that I loved. One was this cedarwood soap and one was this um, goat milk soap from Portugal. And I bought them, I brought them home and I bathed with them and I loved them. I, I, always, I always loved like showering and just feeling fresh, right? And so I was like, man, if I wanted to go and find these soaps or a soap like this in Fort Worth, where would I go? And I, I literally started driving around, not looking just for those particular bars of soap, but just soaps that were maybe a little bit more specialty than what you would find at the Walgreens or, at the, you know, the, the, at the drugstore or Target or whatever. And so um, I was like, man, I should probably just open up a soap store. Uh but at the same time, I was like, okay, like retail is tough, man. Like getting people to just walk into a store um, when they can just hop on Amazon, <laughs> how yeah, are they right. do that? Yeah. So um, at that time, you know, we were growing at the barbershop and so I was like, okay, what if we ha added a service element to the retail side of things, throw a couple barber chairs in there. I know we got business we can bring in um, on the on the barbering service side of things. And then from there, um, we can introduce people to new products um, as they're coming in, even if they're just coming to get their haircut. So. Yeah, it's super interesting, man. I think that one of the things that I love about your story is you're just going, hey, why isn't there a barbershop that I would go to that other people would go enjoy in Fort Worth? Because you had this great experience in Dallas, and you're like, why, why can't we have that in Fort Worth? Yeah. And then look... And then the curiosity go, well, what are other people doing? Yeah. Yeah. I love that, man. Well, I think that there's when I when I think about Fort Worth, <clears throat> then and you know, 2014 when we opened up, and, and even now it's just like, we're a significantly sized city. This is a big town. And other big towns have the things. We have the people. Right, right. We have all the people that we could want to, in this space. Now we are sprawling. We're not as dense as a lot of um sure. other cities, but um we have the population. Let's 
create the things. And if it's niche, it's niche. There's people that are looking for those niches. Yeah, I just think that's it, it's cool to me because so often, right, you can get into the spot where you're like, well, what's going to make a lot of money, right? Uh, and you're just going, no, that, let's not let's not do that. Like, what's most interesting? What's most fascinating? Why isn't there a, like, that's just so cool. All right, so so tell me this, because the the story around the globe is brick and mortar retail is dying. Mm-hmm. And Amazon is king, and you can get it here today, mm-hmm. and you can get it for free delivery. You know what I mean? Like, go down the list, and you're like, no, I'm going to open up not one, mm-hmm. but two brick-and-mortar stores. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you've got some chutzpah, right? <laughs> but uh, how are you kind of bridging that gap? What are, what are you seeing, man? Are you seeing what everyone's talking about? Yeah. I think that the days of, you know, buying products wholesale, throwing up a shingle. It's not that it's completely dead, but I think that you have to be thinking about experientially what's going to make someone get off of their computer, get off of their phone, get in their car, drive to your place and spend 30 minutes, 45 minutes in a space. And so um, for me, um, especially when you're talking about just, you know, products, we want to position them in a place where, oh, yeah, you're also getting a haircut or you're watching someone get a haircut and you can test out and sample these products and you can smell these products and you can feel these products. And you can ask someone um, about these products and where they're from and why we chose them kind of a deal. And so um, there has to be an element of making someone want to have some sort of an experience right now. And that's something that... Um, we haven't mastered what we're 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 mindful of, and and we want to move um, with the, the the direction that retail is going. It's, it's changing. I don't. I, I I like to think that more so than it's it's dying. It's changing, um, and it's not what it was even 10, 15 years ago. Right. When you talk about creating that experience, when you go back to your the first business we talked about, your barber shop. Mm-hmm. Your barbershop has a definitive vibe to it. It's yes. not a strip mall yeah. kind of walk in, oh, you want to get a haircut. What are some of the things that you implemented to give it an experience? What separates it from just walking yeah. into the old yeah. barbershop? Well, one of the things that we wanted to do is we wanted to give people a sense of what an old school barbershop might feel like, but at the same time adapt it for how we live in a 20 20- 19 world right so we do things like you know straight razor shaves all of our barbers uh, that we bring in uh, or most of them are are licensed barbers so they get to use that straight razor and for a lot of people younger guys and older guys they've they've never gone to a place and had that hot towel that hot lather that straight razor on the back of their neck or 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 for a shave and so kind of that that sense of nostalgia almost um, is important and then juxtaposing that with hey this is a place where you can make an appointment online on your phone um, and you're going to hear new music and old music and it's going to smell great all the, the you know sensory um, portions of experience are are really important to what we do how it how it smells how it sounds the interactions that you're having um, with your barber with the people that are working the front desk 
um, creating a sense of community, being a place where people remember your name. Those are all things that for me as a, uh, as a patron at barbershops were important to me. And I felt like in a lot of ways they were overlooked. Um, and a lot of those things are literally just effort. It's not, you know, cost prohibitive or anything. It's literally like, hey, we're going to make an effort to create a place where um, people feel connected to their city, connected to the people that um, they're sharing this experience with. Um, and we're still looking for ways to continue to do that um, and, and elevate that experience. Is this something you can replicate? I think so. Um, you know, for me right now, people like one of the things people ask me all the time, like, hey, when are you going to open up another location? When are you going to open up another location? And, and, and I'll tell you, like, you know, three or four years ago, my game plan was like, all right, we're going to get this thing going and then I'm going to open up another barbershop and then another barbershop and then another barbershop and I'm going to be King of barbershops. <laughs> and, you know, a couple of years ago, I, I can't even remember what that moment was, but I realized, it's like, that's not really what I even want to do. Like, that's something that mm. we probably could do. Not that, I mean, it's going to have, it would have its own challenges, you know, uh, scaling the business in, in that way. But I was like, why do I even think that I want to do that? Is it, is it a, and I think it was just like an ego thing, like this idea, like, man, like we can, we can make the most barbershops in the city. We can have all of them. But I, I, at some point I just, I just started thinking like, I don't even want that. I like, mm. I like this one location. Um, the lathery is a little different vibe, you know, same type of business, but a little bit of different, of different um experience. And it's much smaller. Um, but um, I've kind of got to the place where I'm like, okay, I want to do, do some new things, do some different things. All right. Now, knowing something about your entrepreneurial background, I know that you're moving in a new direction. You got a new project you're mm -hmm. working on. Yeah. Is that same thought process of, does that fuel this next project? Absolutely, man. Like, so um, right now that next project is I'm, I'm working on a, on a small hotel, small boutique hotel here in Fort Worth myself in um, business partner of mine, Alan Madero's, um, we started talking about the idea of like you know, a small boutique hotel in Fort Worth, what that would look like, what we feel like the city is missing right now. And um, ended up buying this old warehouse over off Montgomery, the old dry ice building off Montgomery, right across from Dickey's Arena. And um, we're in the works of turning it into a hotel. And so much of that um, has come from and is coming from just the standpoint of looking around and going like, you know, what are the things that I appreciate when I visit a city, when I go to a new place, what are the things I connect with? What are the things that are most interesting to me? Where do I, where do I get a sense of um, the locality of a place? And for me, a lot of times that's in hotel lobbies and hotel rooms that um, speak to uh, speak through design, through, speak through experience, speak through community. And so we want to, we want to do that in Fort Worth. So you're doing it in an area where Fort Worth is just now building the Dickies arena, beautiful mm -hmm. giant sports complex. That's literally changing the face of the landscape of Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, what are some of the challenges of going into that area? Because I'm sure it's a hot area for development. People been looking at it. It's, but yet there's property that's been there for so long unused because nobody knew this was happening. So uh, what, what are the, what sort of the challenges in the journey of that? Well, when we announced uh, the, the project 
initially. So like publicly, it kind of like, excuse me, kind of got onto folks' radars at the top of the year, right at 20, beginning of 2019. And we had, you know, so much support from friends and family and people in the community that said, man, we need this um, in Fort Worth, you know, particularly in the cultural district and particularly, you know, right across the street from the new Dickies Arena that's coming up. Um, and, you know, one of the big challenges for us was um, butting up against the neighborhood. So long story short, we um, had to have the building rezoned in order to do a hotel um, where the property is. The neighborhood association um, that is that the that the property um, butts up to, which is actually the neighborhood that I myself, my wife, and my business partner and his family live in, um, was um, opposed to the project, and so had to go to city hall to. Um, <laughs> Uh, make a case for our, our the rezoning of our project. Um, and ultimately we were successful in doing so and got great support from city council and um, and from the overall community. Um, there was a few, you know, people from the neighborhood that they did not want to see this thing happen. So that was a that was the first like large hurdle that we've um ran into. Um and I would say the second is, you know, I've never Open up a hotel before, <laughs> and so um, from the from the entrepreneurial side of things, it freaking drives me, man. Like I'm so excited to like learn. I'm so like I look at it like school, man. Like it's just like, all right, you say it's this is public now. You say you want to open up a hotel, buddy. All right, I, I, you know <laughs> now I, you got to figure it out. <laughs> I, I think that's you represent the essence, really, the entrepreneurial spirit. I mean. You fear is not really even an option for you. You, you didn't, you never owned a barbershop and you just, like you said, I Googled it mm -hmm. and then I started a barbershop and then I started a retail store and now I've got a, a, a hotel in front of me and you're already into it, but you've never done it and you're learning. It's that old thing about the entrepreneurs, the somebody who jumps off a cliff and then figures out how to build the plane on the way down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think it is? Is that just a natural part of you or is there a certain fear that you overcome? Other, because other people out there want to do some of the things you're doing, but they never take those first steps. Like I, I like have to. Like I guess I don't have to, but um, it's it drives me, man. Doing things that are um, scary and unknown. Um, I just believe that you know, and and I, and I would say particularly in Fort Worth, um, I don't feel alone in it. In that one. Um, I find I'm building really great teams around whatever I do. Um, people that have skill sets that I don't have, you know, and people that are able to um, express the vision in, in, in ways that supplement <laughs> my shortcomings, you know what I mean? So that's number one. Number two, um, like the support of the community in Fort Worth, it's, it's strange. Like we talked about earlier, this is a big town, but, like it's this small town vibe, and so I don't feel like oh I'm all alone trying to figure out how to do this. You you, know? If I'm not mistaken, you filled that city council chamber yeah. when you guys went there. It was filled. I mean, it was standing room only, I believe. Man, wasn't it? we we told like we reached out to our friends and we're like, yo, we need your help. Like Fort Worth, if you believe in small business, if you believe in entrepreneurship, like we need your help. Like 
And you guys take advantage of social media. There was outreach. Friends were inviting other friends. Come on, we got to go down there and support Jonathan and his team. I mean, it was a it was a real 21st century moment. Man, people that I don't know came up to me and and were there to support this, you know, this this dream of ours, you know. Um, people that are like, I don't know who this guy is, but I think he could do a hotel. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so to see that support again, man, it's just it's 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 affirming um and it's you know it's the juice that that we've needed and will continue to need to to do and i just you know i've not lived everywhere in 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 the country or the world but i don't know that that happens everywhere um but it happens um in this town in a very specific way that um makes me really proud to to do business here specifically yeah i uh, feel yeah ken and i feel the same way i mean it's it's remarkable the kind of support that we get on a regular basis that we give to other people. Um, it's unique, man. It is. It's cool. All right. So you have, obviously you're successful because you have two locations and you've either got money or you had money to go open up a hotel. So you're doing something right, obviously, um, in your marketing and advertising and branding space. So what are the things that you're doing to drive foot traffic to your two current locations like how are you um getting people through the doors yeah well number one getting people to the door through the door um is kind of you know the first step but not really i don't think the most important for us the way that i look at our business is you know we want to um make sure that we are discoverable so discoverable Online, we want to make sure that we are discoverable across social media, Google, all that. But then also, we want to make sure that we are creating those experiences that give people nuggets to take with them, right? So when someone, for whatever reason, whether they just drove by the building, saw there's a barbershop, walked in, got an appointment, stumbled across on stumbled across this online or whatever, we want to make sure that we give them an experience to tell somebody about. The word of mouth is huge in, in, the, in the barbershop business yep. people say people one you to see a great haircut say hey man where do you get your haircut or see a great beer line say, hey where do you get your beer lined up at or um you know we we also just want people to um enjoy being there and make it a habit in their life you know and i think that um when you treat people with respect recognize people recognize people as individuals um and make them look and feel really great about themselves um and everybody in our our small team plays a part in in doing that um people tend to gravitate back towards the places that make them feel really good about themselves and so that's what we we focus on do you do any paid advertising for your businesses i do very little paid um i'm not anti-paid at all um i think that with paid you know, I think the creative is huge and making sure that um, it tells a story is huge. Um, but I haven't done a whole, whole lot. You take out an ad in like the Fort Worth Weekly or anything like I that? Not. And nothing? I have not. Look at you. I have not. Right on. But, you know, somebody reaches out and they want to do editorial. I'm like, let's talk, you know, because I think that, yeah. you know, telling I <clears throat> telling we, we want to speak through stories, whether it be through, you know, how we represent ourselves on social media or the story again, that nugget, that word of mouth that somebody um, takes with them. 
we want to be able to tell a story. And I think that there's definitely value in saying, hey, come see us. We're the best. We're great. There's there's value in that also. But like I'm just I don't think I'm that that great at doing that. But um I think again, creating narratives um is the strongest hook, you know. You're you're good at uh, you're obviously you're putting your teams together and all that kind of stuff um, with your entrepreneurial spirit. What is it about the city of Fort Worth? Again, you got it tattooed on your arm. What huh. is it about here? Yeah. How do they support you as an entrepreneur? And I don't just mean hey, go Jonathan. Yeah. How do you get supported? How's the environment work for you? So, Fort Worth for me is important because this is a city. So I didn't grow up here. I moved here in 2012. But my family is all from Fort Worth. My parents, grandparents all grew up in Fort Worth. So my, my grandparents are in their late 80s, 90s, um, and grew up on these same streets that I get to, to do business. And for me, driver-wise, like, it's or, or why-wise, it's just like, man, like, my grandparents didn't have all the opportunities that, that I have. In, in Fort Worth, Texas. And so whether I look the way that I look at it is like, hey, when it comes to building community, when it comes to um, you know, creating the space that, you know, you want to live in, creating the environment you live in, like I feel like, man, I gotta take advantage and exploit every opportunity in Fort Worth, Texas, particularly while I'm here. And um the community of people that live in this town, I believe want to see other people win. And I think that that, I hope that that becomes a brand that resounds throughout the city more and more where everybody looks up and goes, yo, okay, what are you doing? Okay. What's your dream? What's your idea? Okay. All right. We want to see you win. Um, and we want to collaborate. We want to do things together, um, to grow. I think that all ships, um, rise when we, when we do that. You know, one of the things that I've noticed about both the spaces you currently have, and I'm sure you're going to, you know, make this happen in the uh, hotel as well, is that they're very aesthetically pleasing, right? Oh, like you. they are um, very visually stunning. You have a, a true brand experience from it. So I was just interested if you would elaborate, Jonathan, on like how you saw that from the beginning. Because yeah. a lot of entrepreneurs, when they get a retail space, they have to make budget cuts, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. But you very intentionally made it. Same. <laughs> <laughs> but you like made yeah. it a point, right? Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like how you've leveraged I think, that aesthetics? I think that a lot of times um, design is an afterthought for a, a lot of a lot of folks. And the product and service comes primarily, which, you know, the product and service for us is, is huge, right? But at the same time, I think that you send social cues to people through design. When you walk into a space, um, the way that it makes you feel, the location of the things around you, the way that you are forced, uh, forced or not forced to interact with people, all of those things to me really, really matter. And so for me, you know, I, I'm inspired by traveling and going to, other spaces and seeing the way they do things in other places. So for me, it, it wasn't always like, oh, okay, well, let me just pull from other barbershops 
uh, you know, a barbershop on the East Coast, a barbershop on the West Coast. I'm in, definitely inspired by the way different places do things, but like I'm inspired by, you know, the flow of a restaurant or the smell in um, a hotel or um, the way that um, you're dealing with a service um, industry person at a bar, like all these things play into the overall experience. And so the way that I look at, you know, the barbershop, for instance, is this is one of the oldest professions in the world, right? And it's old schools. But I think that there's things that we can layer on top of um, this old school profession to um, stimulate senses and make people feel um, like they're not just running an errand, but they're, they're, they're having an experience that, that, that matters. Yeah, that's awesome. I realize that you are being the change you wish to see in the world. You're mm-hmm. making the world in the way you want to see it. I need you to want a Peruvian restaurant. In <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I think, the, I think it's so important. Like, I want, I live in Fort Worth and I want to want to live in Fort Worth. And on top of that, like, I want other people to want to live in Fort Worth too. And I think right. that like, there's things about this city that, um, there's th- things, and I would say even more so than things and places, there's people that I want the world to know about, man. I want people to to understand the the energy and the vibe that's going that's, that's happening in this town, um, and really take it to the world in a in a in a in a new way, in a fresh way. Um, people around the world are familiar with Fort Worth in a lot of ways, and then we have obviously a lot of rich culture um, that um, a lot of people have uh, played into. But I think that there's even more happening in this town that I want people to to see. That's cool. That's cool. Well, uh, Jonathan, I really appreciate you being with us today, man. It's been awesome. Thank you so much. Um, If people want to find out more about you and your businesses, where could they go to do that? Absolutely. You can follow us on Instagram, Fort Worth Barbershop, um, uh, the Lathery on Instagram, the underscore Lathery. Um, My Instagram and Twitter, Jonathan DFW. Awesome, man. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for being on here. Hey, guys, if you're enjoying the show, please do us a favor. Go leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. Really helps grow the show. Uh, Or you can subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Until next time, catch you later, junkies. Brand junkies. (laughs) 